Welcome to another episode of Wham Show. That was pretty cool, right? That was so cool. Okay, so all I did was turn up the volume on the laptop, and then I realized it made a cool echo sound. What? So, you're welcome, everybody. Because what we're doing here is science and technology. It is. We learn about... <laughs> Everything. We learn about speakers. Okay. Anyhow. So, this is one of our uh, last-minute episodes where we were having a conversation and then realized that... Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you might be interested in it. And also, I have another conversation written down. What? That I want us to have. All right, well, why don't you go make us a drink? I will, and you do your uh, segment. Wh- which segment? I can't remember the last segment I did was. Is this the one where I try to remember what the segment was? Are you gonna... So, this is the part of the show where Michael makes a cocktail, and I try to fill the dead space. It's important to set people off with expectations early uh, that this is not a professional show. And uh, honestly, there's lots of other shows you should probably be listening to. Uh, there's... Uh, t- uh, oh, I, I like uh, Red Rum Blonde. It's a podcast about uh, like where a woman gives you like... I forget what her name is. But... Uh, she gives you like kind of like a 20 minute summary of like some sort of serial killer. Uh, there's like a lot less opinion to it than, or like it's not really comedy. She just kind of like researches them and tells you about it, uh, which I find really interesting because like some of the other murder shows are a little over the top, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, so I feel like I just want to know the facts sometimes. It's like reading uh, The Crime Library, which is a website that you should totally check out. If you're into murder... Oh, wait. Should I use the effect for that? Okay, Michael does not think I should use the effect for that. Um, but what if I said murder? And I went, murder, murder. Um, all right, so Michael's stirring a drink over there. Uh, yeah, so we were watching the John Oliver show, and a subject came up that piqued our interest. So the news was, basically, that Benjamin Netanyahu, or BB as he's known... To Carly Farina, exactly. Uh, what is is like coming under corruption charges, and the way that John Oliver kind of explained this was, well, he took bribes, most likely, um, one a couple of them just cash gifts that are totally inappropriate, and then some other was he traded a deal to get favorable news coverage if he didn't regulate a media outlet as heavily. Um, and so those two things are like, I'm just going to put them, uh, like, straight out corruption. Like, there's no, you know, whatever. Like, if these charges are true, which, by the way, it's like, of all charges that Netanyahu could be brought up on corruption, that's the one. Yeah. Nothing else. Bulldozing people's homes. Not a problem. Uh, but, you know, uh, so yeah, the, it was corruption charges. And then... John Oliver's kind of like, oh, well, that's not all. He spent, like, $1,700 a month on scented candles and 2,000-something-something on on uh, ice cream. I feel shortchanged because you you started this conversation without any of my what? input. Well, you're, you're back saying. now. Well, that's because well, you're okay. taking too long. Well, let's take a pause. 
Let's take a pause. Okay. And, uh, this we'll get right into the politics news. Cheers. Cheers indeed. Do you want to describe the drink tool? Uh, Usually you describe the drink a little bit. Sorry, so this is on a cube in like a short glass. It's uh, clear and it's going to have a big cube, but obviously we're not, we're not poppers. Um, and it looks like there's a orange peel? Grapefruit. Grapefruit, oh. Smell like orange, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I added orange bit. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because it's, it's got lovely orange notes to it, or citrus notes. Thank you. Um, should I taste it? It is. You can. It is an elder fashioned. So this Ooh. is from the Death and Company book. I feel like I don't know if I've talked about this before. I should do a Julie and Julia esque um, thing where I work through the um, entire Death and Company cocktail book. Mm. Um, and then, you know, Amy Adams could play me in a film. Um, but this is basically Plymouth Gin, a Scotch of Saint-Germain, uh, which just acts as the... Does. So it's basically a gin old-fashioned. Um, mm. The Saint-Germain acts as the um, syrup in that. You have a bit of orange bitters, and it's a really, really drinkable gin drink. I really like it. Um, yeah. It's a much more... Um, yeah, it's it's much sweeter than uh, well, it's not sweet, but it's sweeter than a martini. So if you're not that into martinis, but like gin, uh, I don't know why you would be into gin and not like martinis. Because I feel like everyone who says I don't like gin, yeah. it's because um, anyway, uh, yeah. So okay. and then a grapefruit twist, so we can right, get back, so back to your conversation. Right. Sorry. So wait. So I was setting up the conversation room. No, I'm just I'm just sad that you may have been about to say something that would sway the audience impartially no i was just this is what we watched was that a fair description of the that was of the, the and then piece? there was you know i think it was 1700 on scented candles and about 2400 on dollars u.s dollars per US month US dollars per month yeah. on or at least for a month on fancy ice cream all right then they also kind of showed they had done a documentary or something or like a news journalist had come in and basically the like when they came in and did like Jackie Kennedy in the White House, right? Except this the was like they were like, "Look, the rugs are all torn. This is all bad. This kitchen's sad." So apparently, the Prime Minister residences in Israel aren't fantastic. Yeah, um, at least not Jackie Kennedy White House fantastic, or at least they were certainly obviously making a political show that, despite the spending, you know, they're not like living in the lap of luxury. So, this triggered a conversation, because while I paused and made a joke about, um, like, human rights problems in Israel, right? Uh, that, like, this is what he's getting in trouble for, which was, I realized, like, I guess we have a bunch of, like, Muslim and Israeli friends, yep. or, like, so, it's a mean, fun, fun, we're just gonna stick straight to specifically yeah. discussing, yeah, anyhow, um, uh, we, lo- we love our Israeli friends, but Palestine needs some help um, by a lot. And, okay, so here was the conversation. So my take, and I'm going to start because I start off with the disagreeing with this, is that I don't think $1,700 a month in scented candles for the estate of the prime minister of a G20, yeah. uh, whatever country. G20. Like a country with a pretty good economy. Um, a first world country is crazy. Now it's a big number, mm. but like if you break it down, that there were different. I don't know. They bought a big one for a room. That's a big room, and they had a party in there. 
or whatever. Like, yeah, I can see how that number would look extreme. Right. Can't and then I'm. I mean, it's funny that we're both on these sides of the debate because I come from monarchy, where um, you know the the expectation of lavishness is maybe a little more ingrained. Mm. But I don't think that the. I mean, I think there's like a weird thing where, in some ways, you have to show off as a leader and um, say, in this one month, and whether it was a month or kind of mm-hmm. um, amortized over it, or like you know, average. Let's go higher. Let's say it was it. Let's say that it right. I just was think, what they actually. Said. And then we got into this discussion about how um, how much in luxury could and should a leader live, um, and I think that we set a salary for a leader. Um, and I understand that the job is stressful, but I don't think they should be eating lobster and foie gras every night. Okay, so should the president have a personal chef? Like, saying the president of the U.S. Like, should, Wait, I mean, should by, they be able to, like, grab the phone personal, and be like, do we mean, like... A kitchen. White House has a kitchen. Yeah, that you can, or like, pick up the, the phone in the, the middle of the night. the president himself, because I guess it's still a him, um, should have a personal chef who caters to him and maybe the first family's needs. Because those are two very different things. I think the White House should have a kitchen and it should have a group of chefs. I don't think the president should have a personal chef. Okay, sure. But should the president be able to have the same level of service or higher than being on a princess cruise line? Um, Is it two in the morning, been up late looking at papers, grab the phone and just say like... Definitely. I I want some lobster. Okay. So there you go. (laughs) I like, know, I, but I, I was thinking like, more, not like just, just granola. Like, like, do you have Doritos? Club sandwich, sure, go for it. So we're saying uh, hotel fare only. Yeah, and I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation to set um, for a leader in a democracy. Well, okay, so, and this is, yeah, this is where this conversation is interesting because, you know, uh, well, I think back to the history of leadership, right? So you think yeah. about a tribal chief sure and then let's say like early monarchies and or despotic mm-hmm. kind of monarchies and so obviously there's things like prima nocta yep, where the, yep. the ruler would get to have sex with everyone on the first night of marriage Does, did that actually sure, whatever. i don't know but okay. theoretically somebody did it once i know and Come on. i think mel gibson probably played it up in braveheart or whatever the fuck but not with that that was a real thing okay okay um well, and it's like, you're basically the silverback gorilla kind of thing. You, like, beat your chest, you get all the best food, you get the first in everything, the first at the women, the first right. in, in guests. Right, burgers. and then we realized that that was not a good model. Sure, I'm just, just saying where we started here. Yeah, okay. Despotic monarchies. They ended up with uh, theocratic monarchies, mm-hmm. so a little bit better, which is that they just made up God in order to defend yeah. their power, and then the economies got better, so there was a whole lot less... You know, there's too many wives to prima nocta. So uh, you just kind of have a lot of money. And then we invent democracies mm-hmm. where, th- not invent, but theoretically, sure, you are not ruling for life. You're mm-hmm. ruling at the pleasure of the people. Mm-hmm. Actually, Rome, you know, Greece, obviously, to some extent. But Rome was kind of maybe the first republic. Because um, really we're talking about as republican democracies. Mm-hmm. We have representative mm-hmm. leadership. And Rome was, was that for a while. And, yeah, generally, like, they had this concept, and I'm going to bring up Cincinnatus, which is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I know, my favorite. Greek Despite myth. Cincinnati not being your favorite city. Oh, I've never been there, so it might be great. Yeah. But the, the myth uh, of Cincinnatus was just that, like, 
war happened. So Cincinnatus was a farmer. He was like a retired soldier. War happened, and he basically they were like he needed to rise up from the field. He like left his plow, and there's like uh, where there's a bunch of rich metaphors around plows. So if you ever like putting your hand to the till or leaving the till to do something, um, and then he basically went off and became emperor ish, and like general and like fought all these wars and he didn't keep anything he just came back and went back to farming and so that's kind of the democratic republican idea that we have now which is basically and i think a lot of people bring up washington as having this cincinnati 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 yeah cincinnati as a as a an ideal in that washington i think demurred after people supposedly i think this is all myth yeah um demurred after two terms and was like no like, even though people wanted to elect him for a third term, he was like, no, I must go back to the farms or rich land he probably owned with yes. a lot of farm yes. and they, they did slaves, well. probably. Um, and so, you know, that was a very honorable thing for Washington to do to give up power. Well, that was um, even how he took power, though. It had the same right. theme to it. Of, Theoretically. Right. The, like, written accounts of that he, they were like, oh, because they didn't elect the first president. They're like, we need a president. You're like, how about George Washington? And he's like in the corner, and he's like, no, not me. Not me, I'm the just, leader of the yeah, army. The army. What are you I looking just did at? Nothing. I want to just go enjoy my life after the being war. a soldier. Yeah. No, is he, he want to go a general? Back, yeah, go back. And, he was certainly tapping into the concept, which obviously the Enlightenment, these ideas were taking hold again. This idea of servant leadership, and that you know. There was no right of kings. Clearly, the revolution had this, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there was no reason that any one of us should be ruler over the other. Right, right. So, right. And obviously, there was no White House originally. Right. So, the American kind of Republican tradition, I do not mean the political party, uh, just (laughs) I use that word a lot. Uh, But it was very much you just like, well, I remember actually the first um, head of the Supreme Court. Uh, they would like just hold court in their house, mm-hmm. like it was just in the like right. dinner table. There was no yeah public. Okay, but then like you get perks um, as well. The as time a, you didn't really right and barely, but you 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 uh, should have is what you're saying. Well, okay, wait, we're gonna get around that. I mean, but well, I feel you're like taking just, a you're taking a very I know, long we're taking time. Long, but I thought history maybe of, people were interested in some history here. History maybe of the world, to... part two by Hampton Catlin. Yeah, Hampton. This is drunk history, um, yeah. or getting drunker history. Yeah. Uh, no, and then, because okay, but basically at the time America was a loose confederation of, you know, states. Oh, states, okay. What? No. I well, we weren't really a country. It wasn't until post-Civil War um, that we actually became anything looking like a country. So the fact that the Supreme Court met in somebody's living room table, like, it wasn't, I mean, it was kind of an early theory they had, but... I don't feel like it was core because we just weren't... We didn't collect taxes, like, at a federal level. There was no, like... So we weren't really a country. Now we're a country. Congratulations. And then you have, like, the 20th century American presidency. Yeah. uh, Where the president does have a lot of privileges. You get a giant house, theoretically. 747. Yeah, you get to fly in your private 747. You get... Like, you have to make world-impacting decisions all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Via Twitter. Most, we're not talking about this president, we're just skipping. Okay. We're talking about the 20th, okay. 20th century, not 21st century presidents. Okay. But you get to make decisions that, you know, there's no right answer usually. Like, yep. It's trade-offs a lot. And those can be highly stressful because, yeah, there's yeah, no like, sure. direct answer. 
So the idea is that you basically set up the president to be, or the leader, to be as comfortable as possible uh, to make sure that they, just during their period of service, uh, to make sure that they have everything focused on, like when they need to relax, they got Camp David, we make sure it's really nice, it's very like down key, uh, we have like Air Force One, they can get a full night's sleep, like they can yeah. be in a war room. And anytime they need anything, it can be taken care of. Um, it's but and this is the trick that we were talking about. So when you're done, and this is oh, okay, we get into the the actual. Uh, this is the tradition that remains: is that after you're done, you can't from directly your service just get rich. Like you can't have taken money during your period. Obviously, now there's book tours and stuff that are how ex leaders make a ton of money after. Right. But like. But I still, I still like think sure, like you can be Cincinnatus and you can be like enjoy the spoils of war. And, oh, that's right, no, enjoy war while you're there. And you know, maybe Cincinnatus was like, yeah, fuck, I wish I was a general. I'm gonna kill some people. I'm gonna smear blood on my face. And then afterwards, he's like, okay, I'm gonna go back to being a farmer. That doesn't make what he did during the time he was a fighter or leader any more defensible. And right. so I'm going to say that I do not want a leader eating lobster every night and foie gras and laquoi. Like, not? because I don't believe that someone who is in public service should use, like, they have a salary. Like, uh, wait, I mean, do you think that Mike Pence or, sorry, or the vice president should also get this and is it like decreasing in steps mm-hmm. away from the president mm-hmm. like the amount of money you can spend is there a cap on this yes if you wanted but lobster yes, and yes, and yes. for like every meal of every day that's cool if you're the president but if you're mike pence it's like once a day like yeah probably i just don't think i think you get a salary um obviously you get a free place to live um like you're expected to like well, I, a, I, I think this puts too much emphasis on the fact that being a president is a powerful position versus a um a position in which you are serving the people i think it's one of great responsibility mm-hmm. and service and i mean the power thing comes like okay i guess this is the and we're just thinking about generally well-meaning leaders, obviously, right? Right, and so this is the other thing you were talking about. Like, the idea, I'm like, okay, maybe it's, I'm thinking, like, current president, I don't want Trump eating lobster every night. But then I'm like, ooh, but Obama, a president I'm more politically aligned with, I'm like, he wouldn't ask for lobster every night, you know? I don't think most presidents would have. It's like that dumb quote you see on X, you know, people from your secondary school, and it's like, uh, you know, every man will make you cry, but the one who you finally meet doesn't what? make you cry. Or something. There's some, like, dumb quote people post about, like, when you find the one. Like, I don't know. There's some well, I mean, I think about presidents I didn't like. Like, I mean, whatever, Nixon or Reagan or whatever. Like, they're, they're, like, I assume that, like, I mean, okay, obviously we're using this, like, lobster shorthand for, like, just, right, right, right. just the like, most, like, any lavish spending. That's, like, plus, like, Red wine and then just Plus, like just doubt. They just get doubt. Deptic candles of all different scents just circling you at all times. But like, I'm just saying the let's say ten thousand dollars a year or whatever in candles. Yeah. Across a whole mansion and all the like, 
dignitaries coming in and out and yeah. meetings and right and then so I and think i'm like this just seems like not this, this brings me back to like well one if this is because some foreign head of state is visiting and you need to show off your country that's kind of different and also i think it lends itself to a like being out of touch almost or um you know if you just have to use our shorthand lobster every night for dinner and um dipta candles all around you at all times like that does smack of something distasteful and you could be kicked out or like and this is what we talked about right. as well. The political, like, if people find out what you're spending and it seems unreasonable to them, then... And the this is what's can't. happening, apparently, with John Oliver and Israel. And I know it's happened in the UK with the quote-unquote expense scandals that have seemed to dog politics for the past 10, 15 years. Someone uses their tax... Or, like, expenses... So those seem point. crazier, actually, than the Netanyahu ones. And I also yeah. think it's weird, like, and just a. But, like, Netanyahu and his party have done some horrible, crazy stuff. Right, right, right. Like... Like, we could be focusing on other things. This is like getting Al Capone for tax evasion. I just think it's such a, like... Yeah. It's like... Wait, 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 wait. Like, of all the decisions he's made, uh, saying okay to settlements that, like, clearly... Like, basically directly lying to their best allies the u.s yeah. about a bunch of stuff like over and over again like oh no that's his problem was that it's candles like but then also, also you don't know candles. that people being outraged at this is more of an easy outlet for them to be um to blame a politician it's an easier thing to get um someone taken down for or to express distaste with versus political opinions maybe true but no, I do think that leaders, I just want them to be as comfortable as possible. I, I don't want them to have to worry about anything. I want toilet paper in their bathrooms. I want, like, everything taken care of before they show up. I want a nice bed anywhere they go. Like, and especially for developed economies. Like, just to be clear. Right. Like, not a gold-threaded bed, just, like, a good, nice, quality bed. Um... And, like, for these big economies, it matters so much more that the our leaders are well-slept. Like, they are not worrying about anything else except for the responsibilities of office. Yeah. Like, if they were having, like, coupon shop or whatever. Okay, wait. Sorry, there's another question. You So you brought up, like, shouldn't we just pay them more? And it's like, okay, so the American president, I think, makes, like, $200,000, which is, like, right. a good chunk of change. But it's certainly not enough to pay for all the expenses around them. Like, it does not pay for Air Force One or... Security you know, outside Trump Tower. Sorry, or security around the White House. Like, it's right. just not... Right, but know. then that, I think, is a... That is... Security around the White House is, in some ways, a public good to keep um, the president safe. And I think there's a difference between making the president safe and making the president comfortable. And I think... I mean, and, and in some ways, this is like a weird thing about what, uh, how do you define what makes someone comfortable? And can I, as myself, say to you as yourself, this does not make you comfortable or um, you are not allowed to have X, Y, and Z, even though you say that makes you comfortable? 
Okay, here's a question. So what if the Oval Office got too warm in the in the summer? Hmm. Like it got hot, but there was meetings in there. You, like it was kind of uncomfortable. Right. It was difficult to be in there too right. long, and it cost two billion dollars because of you know security and all sure. the weird right, reasons right, 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 right. to to right. fix up the White House to do that. Would that be worth it? So the president wasn't kind of too warm in the afternoons. Definitely, and like I think this is when we cross into is the White House smelling like candles and point maybe the like the the like the the prime minister's place in Israel smells terrible all the time and they have to buy these candles. It did look pretty depressing to be honest. The only ice cream you can get in (laughs) Israel is like the most expensive ice cream everywhere. They don't have cows, so and no, I'm like, okay, like one of those things is Potentially a necessity, potentially even a health risk. Mm-hmm. Um, if an uh, Oval Office got too hot, blah, 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 people faint, blah, blah, blah. Like, good sanitation, obviously, is something that you would need to spend on in the White House. What if it was one degree off? Then I say fucking deal with it. What about three? Then it's climate change, and if you acknowledge <laughs> climate change, I will allow you to spend lots of money on refitting. And I guess I basically just think that I would rather them not take as much salary. I'd rather be very strict on what you can take as gifts from foreign powers or anybody and else. And then just spend you just, money. For that time, we make sure you are as comfortable as you possibly oh, can man, be. But there's so many other things that, like... And then I think, like, I, I still believe Flint does not have clean water. I believe that um, there is so there are so much other things, and I sound like a Republican almost... Um, complaining about government spending, but like, yeah. Okay, so one Patriot missile, yeah, would buy several presidents all of the food they ever wanted, all of the candles and food. Yeah, yes. And please let us get rid of the Patriot missiles. No, I just like, but I'm with you on that. Yeah. But I will clearly, out of the six thousand we're buying every year, I'll buy. 5,999 and just make sure that they're not thinking about yeah like as long as the doctors are cool that actually that would be another one i would say is like i would actually think that if the white house doctor felt that who's probably who's a military doctor um that it was dangerous what they were consuming that would be yeah not, wait definitely that be, and as long as it's not like trump's doctor dr drumpf or something who's right. like trump's calling head. off on the phone yeah um, this is more chocolate. <laughs> this is... Okay. Okay. So that was a lot of political discussion. Do you want to move to something lighter? M- more lighter than more is- lighter Israel than and... Is- Israel and political Cor- corruption. and corruption and monarchies and spending and, and the history of and the history of America of leadership and, and the concepts of leaders. Sure. So, spoiler alert: this addresses this is us. The hit NBC show. Um, that we haven't watched. We at haven't all. watched at all. So, your topic um, is a show topic, we have not watched. A show I have not watched. I feel like I'm the most expert on shows I haven't watched, to be honest. Um, so, turn this off for the next like 10 minutes if you actually watch this show. Um, Wait. And are not up to date as of like, I think it was like the Jan- mid January finale. Is that yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, there was a big spoiler thing 
in This Is Us. And so apparently this this is an NBC show. Don't really watch it. It's about like multiple time zones or something. Time, time periods. Time periods. That's the one. And Sterling K. Brown is in it, who I love. And uh, was he also in Black Panther? He was also in Black Panther, and he was also in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. What? What? What a year for Sterling that K. upstart Brown. Sterling K. Brown. I know. He's won a couple of... I think he won two... Did he win an Emmy in a Golden Globe? Does he have a SAG card? That's what I need to know. I hope so. Anyway, apparently one of the guys dies, and it's been maybe hinted at this whole season. Everybody, Milo, whatever, dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. And then apparently he died in a fire. Right. And then apparently it was caused by a crock pot. <laughs> so, what? after this... Michael, everybody tells us to get a crock pot. I know. It's like... Okay, I and have if... more people... Or it's the same way that people tell us to have children, that they tell you to get a fucking crock pot. Right? I don't right. understand this. Oh, do you have a crock pot? Well... It's great just you put all the ingredients in in the morning, and then by the time you're home, everything's ready and great for you. It's just like having children. There's so much of a joy. Ever since I learned about this, that crock pots can cause fires, Mm -hmm. I am very less likely to put one in our house. So, so let's go. Are you extremely less likely, (laughs) more or less likely, less likely, a little less likely, no difference, more likely... Sell, sell my stock in Crockpot, which a lot of people did. And apparently... Is Crockpot an individual company? I don't know who owns it. I think they, yeah, I'm sure they're an individual company. Really? I don't know. Nobody's... Why not? Because everybody's owned by somebody. Okay. Hey, Google, who owns Crockpot? Here's a summary from the website yen.wikipedia.org. They became a wholly owned subsidiary of Holmes Products Corp. in 1999 and are now... Alexa, stop. So Google. Google, stop. Oh, sorry. Siri. Okay, Google, stop. Okay. So, apparently it's owned by Home Products, Inc. or something. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Home Products, Inc. stock crashed or Crock-Pot, I don't know, whatever. I want to see what else they make because this is important to this conversation. Uh, I'm just going to carry on talking. Um, So, I was wondering if... It would be illegal for an NBC person who's a writer on this hit NBC show that has won Emmys and Golden Globes and shit, mostly for Sterling K. Brown, um, to short Crockpot stock before the show went out, knowing this. And then... Would it be... Okay, let's go back to this. Would it be illegal... Sorry, I was looking up about Crockpot. What else does Homing own? Okay, uh, well, so it's apparently Rival was the name of the company that actually oh, made Crockpot. Okay. And they have lots of other popular brands Ooh, that they make. Uh, Bionaire. 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 Like billionaire, but bio. Uh, Fasco. Patton. Polonex. Simmer. And White Mountain Brands. These all sound like 70s things from The Graduate or yeah, something. I legit don't know anything yeah. about any of the things. So their main product said. is Crockpot. Well, okay, wait. So Holmes Products is actually owned by Berkshire. Oh, uh, okay. So that makes sense. Um, they own Rival, Crockpot, Bionaire, and White Mountain. What is Bionaire? Oh, they make fans and stuff or something. Okay, anyhow. Anyway. So, all right, let's go back to your... Is this an SEC-based okay, so question? I've, I've been watching... We've been watching Billions. We're up to date now. Um, and so... Didn't I have a whole thing about the SEC the other day? 
Yeah, you always talk just about bored. the SEC. We just bored the fuck yeah. out of every Anyway, I've been thinking about the stock market a lot, and the stock market dipped recently, mm. and Hampton has to explain it to me in terms of billions, and um, I was just wondering... You mean the TV show Billions, not right. the numerical the, Yeah, the TV show Billions starring... It was three billion, Michael. Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis. Yeah. It's a great show. You should check it out. Third season is coming mm-hmm. out in about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, I was wondering if if you could legally, if not morally, um, short whatever rival crockpot stock, knowing that Milo is about to be killed by a crockpot fire. And then me and two co-workers were talking about this. And I think, I, I don't know if it's legal or not. And then also, if you could just create a TV show and just, like... You know, cause a you know, make it a hit TV show, obviously, and then like just like put in a product that then causes a fire. Like, oh no, my iPod killed the dad in the seventies or something. I don't know what 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 the storyline would be. I'm obviously we're obviously working on that, but yeah. So I'm not a lawyer. You're not. Oh shit. But I believe intent would play in pretty heavily here. Intend to make money or intend to like mislead investors. Um, so if you wrote the scene thinking, yeah, this is gonna fuck up, cro- or cro- then take advantage of the fact you wrote it. I think the writers would be in a bit of a deal here because that would be an attempt to manipulate markets with lies. So then, do you do you like? But then, okay, manipulating market with lie, mm-hmm. lying, is that just because people are stupid? What do you mean? Like, like obviously it didn't fucking happen that a crockpot set a... Well, I'm, I'm sure it has happened that a crockpot right. set a fire. But this one was not real. Mm. And people know they are watching a non-documentary, a non-investigative discovery thing. Sure. But if the intent of doing it was to mislead... So who would have to prove the intent? The government. Oh, okay, okay. So it would be approving intent, not disproving non-intent. Or disproving intent. Yeah, you'd have to... Because you can't prove that you... I mean, like, if they had some trades... If, if the writers had bought stock and... Or shorted the stock, which is a obscure But what if you just did it, like, the night before? Definitely still. Yeah. So shorting is a thing that you do for our non-stock nerds. Michael, you've already been indoctrinated enough. Oh, yeah. You basically bet against a stock is shorting. And it's kind of a... And a... I think it'd be referred to previously as an exotic instrument. Mm. Uh, if you don't want to be all fancy about it, like a ukulele, exactly. Um, but it's basically you make a deal with the bank about very. You watch the Big Short, and they'll explain. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a big short, not just like a short. <laughs> so the only way to make money off dropping somebody else's stock is through a short, and shorts are exceedingly rare. Like most people don't. So the stock market has gone up by. 10 to 15 percent if you amortize it since the beginning of the stock market it is there it's a little every so likely you can just like draw a little graph line and if it's above mm-hmm. that line something's wrong if it's below it you should buy oh wait what did they say is there some phrase about this you should sell no, low sell buy high yeah that's it i think that's probably so it. it's because basically these returns are fairly static in almost every market around the world um so shorting is a bit weird because basically what you're saying is the overall physics of the market if you believe in capitalism at all 
um, you're saying I don't believe it, or I you're you're saying something, right? You're like this is overvalued. Right, but then you could be shorting it. So, for example, a couple of weeks ago there was a dip, and I've heard a number of people who work in the finance industry be like, "Oh yeah, this has been going up too far. It's too far above this the line Hampton's talking about. There's like mm-hmm. a line of straight fit." There is the yep. average increase, and the stock market for a while has been going way above this increase. Right. And people are getting skittish. Likely, yeah. So in that scenario, I would probably short. But if you shorted a fund or a blend, if you went directly for the thing that you just wrote an episode about the yeah. night before it aired, I mean, it would be hard-pressed for you to say, I didn't know something. Mm. That's very... You made an obscure move. And it would go for manipulating the market, not insider trading or anything mm. like you have information that the insider public trading, doesn't know right so insider trading's <laughs> i feel so bad for her uh it's a specific thing where there's certain people in a company who might have information about a publicly traded company that the company knows that is announced beforehand so like mm. or sorry that is you found out beforehand so like right so if you're if like the cfo chief financial officer right. and, and you, you tell your bestie before you announce the numbers tomorrow, hey, tomorrow's about to be shit. Yeah. And they short you and they know you had a phone call. I mean, you basically, if you're a CFO, you cannot make phone calls to your Wall Street besties. Or at least if yeah. you do, they cannot make a trade on your stock. Yeah. A, you know, at least a couple of weeks ahead of whatever when they announce earnings. So that's your typical insider trading. Um, and insiders are that group of people in a company who have secret information that most employees and people and other investors don't have yeah. that's the trick it's that the company is defrauding um mm. like somebody within the company has info that they're not supposed to tell anybody uh then they're just defrauding other investors by lying about stuff so if you start if you sit on the street and just start handing out like you know somebody gives you cancer and it's not true then you know you're trying to drive down the price if you were doing that and the sec saw a big short i mean mm. I've never shorted a stock in my life. Um, okay, and then this is where I, I think... I don't bi- think I would. Billions has skewed my... Especially the end of season two. There's a big plot point. But I swear they short stocks all the fucking time. Big banks do and, and big investment firms. You just have but to have good logic. You have to have yeah. good logic. Actually, in Billions, they spend a lot of the time saying, like, we can't do this unless we can write up a Prove paper yeah, that would yeah, make yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, oh, look, we knew this and we see the market this. and we have, like reasons why we're doing it that aren't insider information um okay cool so now we talked about economics global politics is there anything else is there like another less black panther was amazing we saw that uh i've seen all but one of the oscar nominations the oscars are coming up soon but we should have our own oscar obviously oscar episode that that's we're coming. buying a house buying a house uh, I've got, cares about that, I've got my not. citizenship interview, yeah, um, which sorry. is exciting. No, is I it? feel like we should do an episode about like your thoughts on being a citizen. Yeah, and then also and my thoughts on listing out the questions that you need to know, um, mm. which I think is kind of interesting because I was surprised that people at the office didn't know as many as uh, I did. as you would have thought. Yeah. Well, look forward to future episodes. Yeah. On all these issues. Uh, this, uh, what was it called again? An elder fashion? Elder fashion. Not fashioned. Well, okay, so they wrote it like that, but I've... I've only yeah, heard elder it. fashion yeah. sounds better. 
Uh, well, I appreciate it, Michael. Thank you for joining us here today. It was great Thank to have you. you on the show. Uh, and I'd like to give a word from our sponsor, uh, Jen. Jen. That was funny, right? That was funny, right? That was funny. That was great. <laughs>